Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. This is like the perfect little snippet of the entrepreneur's journey here, mm, of yeah. the, the rollercoaster roller coaster journey of here's a brilliant idea. Um, you know, the disappointment of it not going through the competition or like, you know, making it to the final five um, to, you know, now you've got some new hope, like it's another peak because you've, you're talking with this fund manager or a scout for a fund um, going through a few meetings with him, et cetera, et cetera, just the mundaneness of it. Um, the, the thrill of, you know, meeting with your business partner and hashing out the last minute business plans, putting a bunch of posters up, the disappointment of, ah, oh, like there's no one signing up. This is a complete failure. Uh, like, you know, hyping yourself, trying to hype yourself up the whole day to get anything done mm-hmm. um, to the thrill of, oh my word, I've got 15 people. This is actually working to the, the oh crap moment when, you know, your, your first person isn't showing up to, you know, so you got someone texting you at 1230 at night and you're like, ah, this is the reality of this business. Yeah, it is you know, not all sunshine, sunshine and roses. So yeah, it's just all over the place. You know, got many different brilliant examples of what it's like to be an entrepreneur. That's yeah, exactly what I was going to mention. I, I kind of opened um, my, the episode with that point is like, this is such a good snippet of the entrepreneur's journey, but I never really finished the thought, but you're literally spot on with that. Like, it's just the highs and lows of being it's an entrepreneur, but it's like, like even in those lows, you have to appreciate it. And that's kind of what my business mentor was telling me. He's like, like appreciate the hard days. Like as an entrepreneur, like that's what it's all about because you know, on the other side of those hard days is like the best days because I went from Wednesday being like one of the worst days I can remember in a long time um, to Thursday, literally the next day being one of the best days I can remember in a long time. And so it's just like, that's what you're signing up for if you want to be an entrepreneur. Um, right. So get used to it. That's one of the things somebody told me. He said, I feel like something you have to get used to in your life is the phrase, get used to it. Like, yeah, that's just how things are going to be. So good point. Yeah. And I think this is also just a really good example of why entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. Because it takes a different type of person to be willing to sometimes do things that don't make sense monetarily. Um, like you sacrifice basically an entire weekend um, to run the trial, to do a trial run of a business that's going to like break even cost wise. You made less than a McDonald's worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and you faced a bunch of other problems. You went with like barely any sleep one night. Um, you worked basically a week's, week's worth of hours in a period of like two to three days. Like the, the quote unquote cons are seemingly <laughs> endless, right? Um, yeah. However, I would argue that there's, different personalities like yours and mine and many other people out there who like get a thrill out of that it's like they they learn like they they feel like it's a a year's worth of education or a month's worth of education crammed into a weekend and they have no problem sacrificing a weekend to feel productive and you know the sure they made five bucks an hour but they also feel like they learned something that was worth 50 bucks an hour and then they you know they also pocketed principles that they're going to use in a future business and uh, they learned how to communicate with people and like, it's, just, it's also endless opportunities, endless, like positive results. They, mm-hmm. you know, an entrepreneur can gain from these type of experiences. And I guess that's also my main point here is just, it goes to show why some people are completely fine working a regular job, um, 
doing the corporate route, climbing the corporate ladder, however you want to call it, just to do like, pursuing a standard career. And there's nothing wrong with it. Um, there's just different types of personalities, different types of people with different goals in mind. Um, and this is just a good example of what the realities are of running a business and what you'll be facing and that you'll have to be willing to work through it all. And it takes a very particular personality and mindset to really embrace it and to thrive off of it. You're spot on with that. Like, I know the fellow entrepreneurs out there can relate to exactly what he's saying. Cause as he's talking, I'm like, yep, 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 yep. Like that's really <laughs> my life. Um, I mean, yeah. you're so right. I mean, with the highs and lows uh, with the, I mean, I thought of so many things. One is like something I've been thinking a lot about lately is oftentimes when we see someone who's like become successful, we're like, man, I want their life. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, you don't like, you don't want everything they had to do to get to that point like so i guess we did just under 40 people Uh, after tips we made like 600 bucks in revenue this weekend okay Mm -hmm. um now you could talk to some average person be like yeah i made 600 bucks this weekend well that's not exactly true because we had expenses and then let's just call it 600 bucks yeah i mean most people just quote revenue anyways because it's flasher exactly because that's that's how you know online (laughs) stuff works anyways okay um so yeah, we made 600 bucks. So one thing I'm going to interject there, speaking of online, every like, most Instagram entrepreneurs are always holding up the check, which is the revenue the yeah. check with like, here's yeah. what I made. But in reality, they're not showing you the, the profit and loss statement of here's how much I also paid. Like, yeah. Here's the profit of what I actually made after expenses. You'll rarely, rarely ever see that. So exactly. I'm just putting that out there. That, yeah. That was kind of what I was hinting at there before I got <laughs> into a whole ramble. Um, yeah. The only reason I'm not telling you guys a profit is because I haven't fully finished the accounting yet to figure that out. We have anywhere from $200 to $300 of expenses, so three dollars to $400 of profit, but haven't figured out the exact amount yet. But anyways, um, oh, so yeah, the whole point is like I could tell some college student, yeah, I made 600 bucks this weekend um, over like three days of work. They're like, what? Like, what did you do? Like, this isn't that. Um, they get oh. so excited about it. And then, you know, you tell them, yeah, but I also woke up at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, I also worked, um, I did 30 hours of drives over three days. And yeah, um, I also um, was up till this late on this night. And, you know, yeah, I didn't do anything fun this weekend. And yeah, I had to like, once everything was all said and done, I slept for like 14 hours and just like all these things, all these costs. Um, That was something I was telling my business mentor today. I was like, there's always a cost uh, to being an entrepreneur. Um, whether it's a financial cost, whether it's like a relationship cost, a fun cost, a, a sleep cost, you know, there's always a cost to everything. And then that ties back into like, your final point. It's like, not everyone has cut out to be an entrepreneur. And unless you're okay with the highs and lows, unless you're okay with putting in the cost, um, it's just, there's people out there who are meant to be entrepreneurs and there's people out there who are not. And it doesn't matter which one you are, like uh, both are pretty fine. It's just, you know, that's and- kind of how things are. And then important note is that those people can absolutely work together because it's often the entrepreneurs who are employing the employees. Yeah. It's not to meant it's not meant to sound as bad as it is. Um, like it's not like one's in charge of the other per se. Like the the entrepreneur could absolutely not be anywhere near as successful as he is without people supporting him. Like that's something I've learned recently is that my mom has been trying to run, I'm not gonna get into the details of it. Um Let's just say she's trying to run her own business and the people she's are she's learning from are very successful and she for a while incorrectly took 
this perception that she had to be as successful as them. And when she wasn't, she was failing and she was a failure personally. And then she had a call with one of their administration's people, like one of the secretaries or something. And they're like, I'm just gonna address her as mom, even though she didn't call her, you know, (laughs) but they're just like, you know, you mom, like you've got to realize that these people are only successful because of these massive teams they've built, these teams that can support them, who get a bunch of work done alongside them, like enable them to basically be their best selves, to focus on their strengths, to really leverage their time. Like there's so many different key aspects that are going on here behind the scenes. Um, and it's, I would say, I would honestly call it a win-win relationship because it's the people who have no desire to be uh, a do it, your like a do it yourself, build your own business entrepreneur type of thing. Um, they're more than happy to, to do your piece of the, to work on their piece of the puzzle and and to do their work and to work with team team members and basically just build a business with you there's different roles for different people it's basically mm-hmm. what i'm trying to say um and the entrepreneurs and the employees can absolutely work together and they can make some incredible things so they need each other this is my basically my point so it's not bad to be one of the other is really what i'm emphasizing yeah and oh god the last thing i'll say is that um the one thing i've started to i'd say the darker side of the entrepreneurial world is what you'll see most on social media. And that's when you'll just find an account with like entrepreneur, investor, uh, business person, whatever in, in, the, in the bio. And they've got pictures with Lamborghinis and wads of money, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just really surface level and flashy. Um, and it's more often those people who are trying to sell you courses and content uh, of like, here's how to be me, right? Here's how to have what I have. Um, and more often than not, they're making their money I'm going to generalize uh, just for sake of time. More often than not, those type of people are making their money from the internet, from selling you their ideas, from selling mm-hmm. you their image of success. Um, very, very rare, very rarely will you find someone who's genuinely selling, genuinely good info at a fair price. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. people who are other selling good info for sure, but it's, there's a lot of, I don't know, overpricing in it maybe, I, but I'm cynical of, over time, I've become cynical of just the average entrepreneur, the average guru selling courses, I guess. Um, for This could be an hour podcast on itself. But all I'm saying is that more often than not, you'll see on social media, entrepreneurship being glorified as like a way to make fast cash and to be your own boss and to not anyone like have you know, no one else in charge of you and you're making lots of money and you're free. Um, but I would say in reality, it's the opposite. Um the entrepreneur more than anybody is completely responsible for everything in the organization. They're responsible for, I mean, they should take complete responsibility for the failures um, because they're in charge and they're the leader. Um, They shouldn't necessarily take the overwhelming amount of of praise and responsibility for success because they were enabled more often than not by a successful team. Uh, So they need to, in order to be a good leader, you need to be able to praise your, the people you're working with as well, because no one likes to work for a jerk and, uh, an airhead quote unquote um i don't know it's just the more and more i talk about this the more and more i realize how multifaceted how how nuanced it all is and what the reality of it really is and this is just a little picture this is just a little snippet of what the reality is and i guess my last point is just instagram doesn't give you a very good definition of what entrepreneurship is just take take heart in that because it is very easy to get discouraged looking at online what these online entrepreneurs are doing and it's not reality it's um 
You're right. We could go so far in depth. We could almost, <laughs> I, I'm thinking about what, what, I don't know if we should make this a part two of this episode. We could almost split this whole thing off because we we've talked a little bit about like how this whole entrepreneurship thing is glorified. But I mean, last thing I'll say about the subject, whether we make this a, another part of an episode or not, but you're hundred percent right. If entrepreneurship is glorified and we've already said like, like it's not for everybody. Um, I mean, you had very good points though about like, it's a team effort, right? Like the entrepreneur um, can't function without the employees and the employees can't function without the entrepreneur, like taking the lead. Um, It's like they're dependable on each other and they don't work without one or the other. It kind of reminds me of an episode I did with, I think it was Chase, um, but I've talked to you about it before, how in life you kind of have like visionaries and you have executors and, and visionaries and executors. There's actually a book written on this. Uh, I believe it's called visionaries and integrators. Yes. Um, I don't remember. The, it's called Rocket Fuel. That's what the book's called, Rocket Fuel. And it's about how these two different personalities, it's a very macro personality perspective, not like the personality test you take where there's like 16 individual ones. Mm-hmm. It's like they're just generally grouping two different people, yeah. two different types of people, one called visionaries, one called integrators, and how they work together. But it was a book called Rocket Fuel, really interesting. Great so I hadn't, I hadn't heard of that, but somebody recently like said something about visionaries and integrators. And mm-hmm. I was like, that sounds very interesting to like this concept. Like I like to think that I came up with this concept. <laughs> it's not at all true, but you probably um, just identified it more than anything. Yeah. You just, yeah. You witnessed it what, happening in your coined, own life. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like coined uh, two names for two different types of people, like you're saying, but, and I don't even want to say like, cause even entrepreneurs themselves can be both or one of the other. Oh, for sure. Like, like, I feel like I forget what we've identified you as Terry, but like, feel like more of a visionary but also i don't I would, know it gets yeah, so i would generally agree i would generally agree yeah. i hesitate to because at times i have a cynical view that the visionary is like ah oh, they're lazy and blah, blah 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 and they need to like put their head down and do lots of work but i've also noticed witnessing how my spring break has gone so far i noticed that when i isolate myself when i try to force myself just to put my head down and do grunt work uh in isolation it sucks and i'm really slow and i get tired really easily and my right. energy drains, even when I do things I love, like crypto. Like I was watching crypto videos today and falling asleep in my chair. Um, but when I switched it a little, when I'm on this, it is 9.30 PM at night. I was dog tired like an hour before this. Um, I'm on this call talking about entrepreneurship with Jacob and I, I couldn't have more energy in the world. Like this is just the picture perfect example of my, I don't know, what, what do you call this? Bipolar, I don't actually have bipolar. Uh, personality whatever I, I don't even know what that means but basically the the pull uh the polarity of yeah but to, to summarize it all yes i think i would generally be called myself a visionary and it's hard for me at times because i have this picture of an entrepreneur that he's that they're very hard working they need to do a lot of the grunt work and i think i just need to there's it's nuanced we'll just leave it at that yeah it, it's very um I don't know. It just goes infinitely in depth. Uh, if you guys are interested in listening to that episode, I believe it's episode like 48, 49 or 50, somewhere in that range. I did it with Chase. I think it's just called like the difference between visionaries and executors. We talk all about it. Um, funny that you mentioned that thing about your energy, because like I, I can literally see it. Like I, we were on a meeting before this and I was like, Terry's so dead right now. He's not having this. Yep. Um, even at the start of the podcast was not having it. And now he's like so alive and just like energized. Like I could just see it. Um, I thought that really ties into anything that we're talking about right now, but it's kind of a, a funny point. Um, 
but yeah, so there's clearly a difference and you could be both and one or the other, all that to say, um, I'm talking about like how you need to depend on each other, the employees and, and the leaders slash entrepreneurs need to depend on each other. Um, and then just kind of like to summarize the other points we were mentioning earlier, like, I guess sometimes it's better to be an employee in a lot of cases. Oh, yeah. um, you could like, look at, take this weekend for me, for example, if I would have worked the same amount of hours, literally, like I said, at McDonald's, I would have made more money um, even after taxes than I made doing this other stuff. And it would have been less tiring. Yeah. That was my other point is it would be less tiring, less stressful and a heck of a lot more easy because all I got to do is go there and flip burgers. Um, Push buttons on a cash register. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm working back. I don't know if I could put AirPod. I don't know. I've, ne- I've never, you know, worked at McDonald's before, but I guarantee you it doesn't really like, it's not just the same level of like having to like do so much mental, um, even like physical work of like figuring out all this stuff. Um, so there's a cost uh, to doing like this whole entrepreneurial thing. I think that's kind of the the points we're trying to get across. And now that we've talked this long, I almost guarantee you we're going to split this into two episodes somehow. So um, I, I mean, I just hope you guys kind of took, took something valuable away from this. I, I mean, we kind of did two whole, we told kind of the story of what I did this last weekend in the first part. And then the second part kind of talking about like, I guess how, entrepreneurship is over overhyped over glorified the reality of the entrepreneur's life yeah that might be the title right there mm-hmm. if that's the title <laughs> uh, you guys know but terry any last thoughts before we wrap this one up not exactly one one small thing i'll say on my what i was mentioning earlier about integrators and vis- visionaries and integrators and how the entrepreneurs like leading the employees and that relationship is very important and neither one is better than the other per se they each have their disadvantages and advantages it's a little bit different as a very small if you're running a small business with the intention for it to be a small business uh then that line is blurred next to none so they kind of combine into one example i run a small business it's a milk delivery raw milk delivery service um, i've been running it for four or five years now um, it's been, a, it's been a couple minutes. Um, and I do everything in that business except for actually driving it. And that's a whole other story. Um, there's, there's one aspect of it. I don't do, uh, for a specific reason. Um, but I do almost everything in that business. And so I'm basically, you know, the, the administrator, the, you know, secretary, the entrepreneur, et cetera, et cetera. Like it's, it's a small business and it's meant to be, and it's staying that way. And so it only really needs one person. And so there's no problem with mixing those roles. However, if you're an entrepreneur at heart and it's what you want to do long-term and it's, you want to make a career out of it, something I've learned, and this is what I think I'm trying to still learn is that it's important to leverage your time and to leverage your strengths. Um, and that's where the relationship with, if you're a visionary, which most, most like really giddy entrepreneurs, I guess is what you want to call it. Uh, th- most entrepreneurs are, are more visionary, I guess, from what I've seen. Um, that's where it gets important to partner with an integrator, partner with someone who's stable, partner with someone who's, you know, the yin to your yang and knows how to help you with your weaknesses. And that's where it's important to leverage your time properly. Because if you try to do every job yourself forever, uh, you won't be able to grow your business past a certain point. It, it'll be impossible. And so again, again, that just depends on your goals as an entrepreneur, what kind of business you want to run and how big you want it to scale. Uh, and there's going to be some lessons for you to learn along the way about how to 
let go in certain areas and release control and to move into a different role of becoming a leader and a manager and learning how to yeah, run it in a different style, run it in a different manner almost. It's There's whole books and podcasts and other things written on it, and I can't cover it nearly enough here, but it's just one thing I'm throwing out there. There's a distinction for sure. Um, with that though, we're going to go and wrap this up here. I know we've kind of talked you guys' ears off for a hot minute here. We were going into this episode with the idea that we we're going to make it like 15, 20 minutes long at max, and I think we're well uh, close to an hour. That. Yeah, close to an hour. <laughs> About, about double that so we're gonna go and wrap it up here hope you guys found some useful information out of it um i know i did because now i'm like twice as energetic uh so maybe if there's other freaks out out there like me um maybe you did too so anyways with that um let us know if you have any questions or if you also want to share your entrepreneurial stories or how bad things have gone and but also how well they've gone uh you we have a discord server um, where we're pretty active. So you can jump in there. It's on our site. If you want to find it, uh, feel free to just jump in there and chat with us and hang out some. Um, you can also just shoot us an email. We'd be more than happy to hear from you guys. Um, but with that, we'll go and wrap it up here and we'll see you guys next week or in the next episode, whenever it's coming out, who knows? And uh, appreciate you guys stopping by. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it.